It is October the 22nd. The third week of October. But we are here to talk about the third Saturday in October. A tale of two halves, as we should say. About how one half was completely different than the other. We'll break that down. We'll talk about Josh Heupel. We'll talk about the refs. And I want to break down and get into the Bama fans. The dumbest people on earth. Bama fans. We'll get into all of that. But welcome to the channel podcast. I am your host, Rainey, alongside my good friend, Austin Brown. Austin, it's been a rough week. Rough weekend, actually. How are we feeling? Well, um, my co-host rainy um it was uh it was fun fun until about 5 30 that's when the fun or five maybe uh that's when the fun ended uh for us very suddenly very swiftly right to the dick <laughs> yeah i'm blind the sunglasses no no i'm fine you know i'm fine i i had my uh had my uh you know, night of just screaming and yelling and surprised the cops ain't called on me. Um, mm-hmm. It was a rough night. Um, the first half was, was pretty good. I mean, the, the game plan in the first half, I guess Alabama was pretty damn good. Joe Milton was looking pretty damn good. The offense is looking pretty good. Joe was doing his thing. He was finally running over people and realized that he was 200 and, you know, some odd pounds of a six, three human being. And he finally realized that. But in the second half, I have no idea what happened. And we're going to break down both of those halves, the first half, the second half. I don't know what the hell happened in the second half. I, I, I don't know how you completely come out in the second half and do completely the opposite of what you did in the first half which was working. It was working pretty damn well. Alabama didn't have an answer. We are running plays that I feel like we haven't really ran much all season. I mean, we've ran them a little bit all season, but we ran them a lot in the first half against Alabama. And the second half, we come out and just go completely conservative. Completely conservative. And it blew my blew my damn mind about how conservative we were. But the first half, let's just talk about the first half real quick before we get in the second half. Austin, your initial thoughts in the first half are probably the same as mine in the first half. We looked damn good. Alabama didn't know what to do with us. They, 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 they didn't know how to stop us. We were running different motions, different plays. Different, we ha- we're running things that we haven't seen all season, basically. We've seen it maybe just a little bit during the season, but not this much. And Alabama was confused. They were very yeah. confused. Very confused. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was a great first half. We we ran a lot of nice stuff. We were hitting all our plays. We hit squirrel, I think it felt like nine times in the, in the first mm-hmm. half. And, of course, that bomb that he got the first touchdown off of, which, I mean, it's – all the credit in the world to Ramel Keaton. I mean, not Ramel Keaton, Squirrel White. I meant to say Squirrel White. 
even before if I said Rommel that one time. Um, but which wasn't the most amazing pass. I mean, really, that should have been easy because he had a matched up with the linebacker that he was just going to sprint by, and he, he threw it kind of out of bounds, but Squirrel was able to make an absolutely outstanding catch, maybe the play of the year, I'd say, the most impressive play I think I've seen all year. And I, at that moment, I kind of had a feeling in my gut, like, oh, my God, I think we might really, really be doing this. Like, because I'm not trying to draw comparisons, but it kind of felt, I mean, I wasn't around for that, obviously, but it felt similar to, you know, Joey Kent play number one kind of style. Obviously, Joe Milton's not Peyton Manning and Squirrel White's not. I mean, maybe he'll be eventually. I don't know. But not Joey Kent, our all-time leading receiver. But um, that was a nice up big drive. And you set up with with uh, some short some short runs, uh, a nice run from Joe Milton. Uh, I think a pass to Squirrel before that maybe. It's just it was a great drive. And then uh, I think we went three and out after that. And eventually we got the drive where we got in the red zone, kicked the field goal. Oh, no, I think the fumble was after that. We forced a fumble, didn't gain anything. Or no, we maybe got the first and goal. Then we got shut down, kicked a field goal. Then we got the ball back, drove down the field, kicked another field goal. Then we obviously ended the first half with that, um, my favorite drive of the game, with that beautiful pass, beautiful play to McCallum Castles in the corner of the end zone. That was so much fun. Um oh, that 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 play was just textbook. It was beautiful. I mean, it was absolutely mm-hmm. beautiful. That the whole eluding the blitz, floating it out there, him catching the ball in the end zone. Uh, that was the moment, and I think a lot of Tennessee fans thought this as well. It was it was a it was a quick moment where you thought we might blow them out of their own stadium. I, there, I would. There, no, there, there, the thought in my head was, Hey man, th- this might be one of those games where Tennessee blows them out. But then there was also other instances in that game, which was before that floater from Joe Milton, uh, right before the half ended where, where we didn't score which kind of slipped a little bit of doubt in my mind because we had two drives, which you just mentioned, Austin, where we did not score. And that mm-hmm. really kind of the, kind of shook the, me the, a little bit. The play that hurt the most was the Jacob Warren wide open the end zone and we throw it just 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 a little too high. Mm-hmm. And I mean that's that was that's been Joe Millen's issues. I mean you got a your tallest guy in the field. And, and he can't catch it with his hands high as he can, as high as they can go. Um, that 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 was unfortunate, but still got a field goal out of that. I I'm not. I mean, yeah, you, you do feel that pain later on. I mean, you'd never anticipate the second half going the way it did, but you knew you needed seven there. You knew you knew to win this game. You got the edge on Bama right now. You got to get as, as many points as you can because they will adjust like they did. And uh, we did not. But, um, yeah, and the defense was outstanding, too. Um, I think we got, what, three sacks on Milrow, the strip fumble that we got a field goal off of. The um, – the okay, we had – there was a moment there where I thought, oh, God, this is going to be a really close game going to halftime, and then they'll blow us out in the second half when uh, they were driving. 
and I think we got, yeah, we got stopped on fourth down. We had a drive that got stopped on fourth down when we decided on fourth and short around our own 50 to run a uh, option play with Milton. And he, he kept it and got close, but didn't quite get the first down. And they took that drive and got a first down. Then I think after that, they threw that tip interception to Jalen Hyatt. Or, I mean, Jalen McCullough. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so that was a big momentum saving play right there because we lost momentum getting shut down on fourth down and they were doing great. And then we just happened to catch an interception. And that really, that really, you know, things were just going our ways. The breaks of the game were going our way. And um, you really just wish. I mean, it was a great first half. No, no, no. It was it was it was absolutely great first half, and it's just like it it just blows my my, my blows my fucking mind. How one half you call it one way, and then in the second half, it's complete. Like what what the what the hell happened? Like, why do you go? And I'm I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. It felt like a Butch Jones esque type second half where you're playing not to lose. Like, what the hell was that? Like, you were you ran everything in the first half, and I and I get the, the the second half. It started out not your way, but then you just tucked your balls between your legs and stopped running things that worked. It just actually blew my mind. I'm like, why are we all of a sudden scared? We came out not scared, and now we're scared. And that's, to me, that's coaching. I'm sorry. It's coaching. He absolutely tucked his balls between his legs and didn't allow anyone to do anything. Joe Milton that first half. Joe Milton the first half looked in, like looked like a damn quarterback. He looked legit. He looked really damn good. And then he came out second half and looked like the quarterback he's looked like all season. And that is coaching, my friend. I'm starting to believe that it's not Joe Milton. That is our coaches who are making him not good, like what he's supposed to be doing. And it's just – it's starting to kind of reverse my, my, my theory of Joe Milton's terrible and our coaches don't know, don't know what to do with him. But I'm starting to think our coaches don't know what to do with a good player. Like I, he looked, he looked. I'm sorry, but that's just the way I think. Like I, he looked, he looked. They're making him bad. You don't think they had a certain amount of plays they had ready to run, and then that was kind of it because they no. only have they are they're limited with what they have to work with. That's so dumb. It showed they they showed you in the first half what they could have done all season. Let let I think go. Bama adjusted though. You got you got to give Bama credit too. They adjusted. I mean, really? We did running. they really adjust? Did they really adjust or did the refs adjust? Because I want to get into that in just a little bit. That's a big thing. I want to get into that just a little bit, and and I I don't know. To me, my mind kind of flipped a little bit. Is it? I, I don't making him not as good as he can possibly be because he showed the first half like where's this been all damn season he's running he's running over people he's making throws he has got confidence and in the second half you go completely vanilla completely vanilla there's nothing you look like you're playing austin p out there you go completely vanilla what the fuck happened i mean you still ran him he still he still had a couple of big runs in the second half but which i i would have done more of i i i 
I don't know. It, it just felt like me. I, you can't tell me this offense isn't a little limited by what the parts they have to work with, especially without Brew McCoy too. I, I just, I, it, I didn't see that big of a change. I didn't see, I didn't see a massive change because everything we do is built off of what we see in front of us. Like, Wait, so if, hey, you're, you're saying you didn't, you didn't see a massive change from the first quarter of the the first half of the second half? You didn't see a massive calling, change. Really? Are you kidding? Play calling wise, I mean, they add up about the same. I mean, it's just. Really? Um, like you didn't see nothing yeah, different yeah. at all. Nothing. We started, I'm pretty sure we started off. Correct me if I'm wrong. And I was asking uh my fiance about this. Didn't did we start off the our first drive of the second half with three three like three straight runs? Like correct, um, like correct me if I'm wrong. It was something like that. What why the fuck are you doing that? Play the same way you've been playing all day. Freaking day! You got scared as soon as they scored one touchdown, and you just you stopped get running. Scared when the score is six points. I mean, oh wow! It seemed like it to me. It seemed like it. He coached vanilla, bro. I don't know how you not seeing this. He coached very vanilla, very, 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 v e r y capitalized vanilla. Second half, it felt like a Butch Jones type feel. I'm sorry I mean, to say it. That's pretty it much did. the same drive we had in the first half. I mean, the second drive of the game. We ran uh, right twice, and then we passed it. Uh, then we passed a squirrel. Oh, 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 yeah, we ran for four yards. Wait, I guess they're missing a penalty on this drive chart thing. Might be. It said we said first and ten, second and four. Oh, yeah, negative. Okay, right ran for negative four yards. Then he ran for five yards. Then he had a pass to scroll complete, but it wasn't for a first down, so we punted. Um, I mean, it's yeah, vanilla, that, man. That, it got so vanilla, insanely vanilla. Second half, I didn't see much of the uh, much of the the option style plays that we were in in the in the first half. That I was giving Alabama fits. It was giving Alabama fits in the first half. We come oh. out and barely run that. Barely That's run. I mean, it got shut down sometimes. I mean, it got shut down on fourth and short in the first half. That 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 pissed. Me. Okay, here's my here, here's a gripe I have from like comparing that last year's offense to this year's offense. We would sneak on fourth and short every time, every time with Hidden Hooker. If it was fourth and short, we'd sneak, and we got it a majority of the time. And if not that, then we do the maybe a little shuttle shuffle pass to our tight end. It, um, but now it's just. We're gonna snap it and hand it, do an inside handoff from the shotgun, which has failed. I feel like every single time, unless we're playing Austin P. And I just don't understand. I hell, Virginia shut it down. I, I I'll never forget that uh, when we ran that same exact play against Virginia, and I was just thinking in my head, well, I hope that's not what we're gonna do all year. And we did it all year. We we did it twice, or no, we ran the we were in the option with Milton, and he got shut down just short of the first down in the. In the the first half we went forward on fourth and short in the second half and probably the most critical play of the entire game. Honestly, when you really think about it, because that's when you lost all momentum and, and the avalanche came was when we tried that inside handoff to Samson. And it just, I mean, never had a prayer. I mean, what, what do you, why, why that, why that if you're going to run, I mean, yeah, we don't run anything in I pretty much anymore, especially with Milton. Last year we ran a lot. We ran a lot of plays in the I formation, but this year that's I don't. I only we've done it one time. I I just don't. I don't understand that. Why, unless why not? Why not? Why not? 
I'm getting angry. Why not? It's like, can he not be under center? Like, can he not take a snap under center? You have to fall forward for one inch. It's like, is he not? Is he not good enough to take a snap under center? Like, did you never practice that? I I don't understand because the that, first half, the, the the first half, he looked so damn confident, completely confident. He could do anything in the world. And the second half, they handcuffed him. Why the fuck are you? Hand- I'm 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 mad. Like I'm I'm mad. And I and, I mean, and, he, and, he passed in the second half. I mean, you can't say he handcuffed him. I mean, they 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 passed every drive. Except for that first one, they handcuffed him, bro. I don't know if you can't. I mean, see the, dude got, the dude got the dude a blindside block out. And I mean, my eyeballs aren't broken. I don't know if yours are, but mine aren't broken. Like I, I the, the the game plan second half was so egregious and stupid and bland compared to the first half. A, honestly, it looks a little too similar. The first half, you got to change it up some. It, it, like we ran the what? same screen, we ran it the same screen past the squirrel the again, and, and they shut it. They, well, okay, think about the the, the scroll past the the past the the screen past the squirrel. They ran the first half, it almost got a first down. They ran the second half, they immediately shut it down, and I think they we actually ran it twice. And it explain got to me how the first times. half was any what similar to the second half we ran. Please explain to me. It was so bland. Mm-hmm. I don't remember a lot of play. We we were in exactly. We you don't remember two, a lot of plays. Yeah. Because we were in QB option. We ran at the middle. We ran some screens and we ran some button hook passes. That's about all I can recall. Maybe oh, and a couple deep posts. Now, uh, now, 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 I think we ran all now, that in the now, second now, half. Now, now, explain the the plays in the first half. You remember? It was a shit ton, right? You remember the, a lot of plays in the first half, correct? I mean that's a lot of good plays. In the first I, half. Those, those are the plays I remember in the first half. Oh, in the in the in the motion to castles. That was the that's the only play I can think the of. Motion, I don't the motion, the, the deep pass to squirrel, all all of the end, like all of the. I mean, the we had play. we tried deep passes. They just went over our heads in the second half. No, bro, we got so vanilla in the second half. It was insanely ridiculous. Like I just I don't understand how. Like I I don't know. It it, it was the most boring ass offense I've ever seen in the second half and Alabama scored 27 on an answer points. Because- I, I think you have to do something different than that. I will, I will say like, I just think I have those offense is pretty predictable. It is, but the fact that it is, they want to get you on the run. They want to get you, you to where your legs What's are predictable tired. on the first half. One pretty good predictable at all. <laughs> they had a hard time stopping that shit, man. A hard time. And then he went back to the second half and it looked like Austin P all over again. What it looked like. That's what it looked like, Buff. I, I do wish they ran Joe more. I liked I I, I love that from Joe. He, he actually took to his feet. That that's really he showed a lot of confidence. It was nice to see. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I, I I I don't know. It's, it's to me, and, and, and listen, um you you quote tweeted someone sweet. What who was it um, about how kind of like we're spoiled a little bit because we got spoiled off of last season and now we're in a position right now to where we're like not as good as we were in last season, but we still have a chance to win like nine games or 10. We're not going to win 10. That's out the window. Stop. Anyone who says well, we're going to do two, stop it. You're an idiot. I mean, like, it's not out the window. I'm really? Honest, it's not. What makes you think we're going to beat Georgia? Please tell me. What they don't makes have Brock you Bowers. 
they're not that good. I mean, I don't oh, think they, I mean, they've not shown anything to me that they're oh, unstoppable. Have God. you seen any of Georgia that anything from Georgia that you think, oh my God, they're going to de- decapitate us? Yeah. When, when they have to play well, they just destroy people. I'm sorry. For one game on the road, they almost lost to one of the worst teams in the SEC. Name, name. They, 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 they were in an entire game with South Carolina. Oh my God! It's, it's in Neil's. If it was in Sanford, if it was in Sanford, it's, it's if it's in Sanford, I'm 100 being like this. We have no shot. It, don't even think. Don't even. Don't even hope. But when it's in Neyland, I I think it's really hard to beat people on the road. And name a point in the season funny. where you have confidence we're going to beat Georgia. Name it. Please name the first it. Half. The first half. Well, the first half. There's two halves to a game, buddy. I'm sorry. Yeah, but this one's that. in. But this game's going to be in Neal Stadium, and the, we, in momentum, we won't be all against us. What makes you think, like, in your brain, in your head, with your eyes, when you're looking at this team play? What makes you think we're going to beat Georgia and go ten and two? That is just. Well, I think dumb. we were a. I think dumb. we were, we, we beat Alabama for a half. So, and I don't. I don't think Alabama's much. I think Alabama's about the same level as Georgia. Twenty points against Alabama. Twenty points against Texas A&M. What makes you think we're going to score more than twenty against Georgia? Please. I think our defense will have a better day because they don't have a uh, du- they don't have a dual threat quarterback. They don't have a dual threat quarterback like like Bama that did. Awesome. That's that's so great. I, I just and the, I, and, I, and they won't be getting every single penalty on the God's face of the earth. Like you, I'm sorry. That's a big deal. Like. So many times when it should have been first and 20, it was first and 10, 20 yards down the field, 30 yards down the field, 40 yards down the field. You can't tell me that's not going to be a big shift in momentum, big shift in everything you're planning. I mean, health, field position is a big part of the game too. I mean, we, we who, know, who knows? We may get a turnover. You don't know. I mean, it's – we will be in the game the entire th- time with Georgia. I, I will come out and you're say gonna right be, we're, we're going to be in a lot of games. But this, uh, it's just, dude, you can't sit here and tell me. Oh, last game against AM, we scored seven points. We scored 20. I, I looked over to my fiance at the end of the half and said, We're not going to score another point. We didn't. We did not. This offense is flat ass shit garbage. It's garbage. Like, it's garbage. Yeah, I don't, we, I don't we have no leader at the quarterback position. Zero, none. The, the, the guy. Is in six years of playing, and he's still the same. It's not changing. And people who think he's going to change, you're you're literally incompetent of of anything when it comes to football or sports in general. Oh, it's going to change, dude. He's been there six and a half years in college football. What makes you think he's going to also just oh, it clicks? A light turns on in my brain. Stop. You sound dumb. I know dumb's a harsh word, but it's I'm sorry. It, it, it's dumb. You think he's going to turn on? He should have turned on a long time ago. It sounds yeah. dumb. It's dumb. Like stop thinking this way because it's not just going to click. I'm sorry. It's the first years. half was the best he'll he's ever played. He lost by fourteen. I no, I'm not. I'm not saying he's that good. I, I I'm not saying he's that good. I'm just saying that what if you want to know what the best of Joe Milton looks right. like? It's the first half against Alabama. That is. That is the best you'll ever see from him, and uh, in my opinion, I I hope I'm wrong, but um, I hope we're all wrong, but but I don't think we are, and I just I just do you play Nico? Do what? Are you? There is a pretty big debate on Twitter on if if Nico should fi- should finish what, the season what? Okay, since so we're out of the playoff here, hunt, and we should be worried about next year. 
here's here's a counter argument to that. What makes you say that we should not? Like what what makes uh, you say what what makes you say oh he can't he can't hand the ball off or throw a freaking five yard bubble screen? I think like, the what? only reason I would say not to is you just don't want to screw with any of the culture or any of the locker room stuff. You just you just want to kind of keep the peace, and because Joe is a starter, and he, I guess you know I don't. I can't really say he's done anything to lose the job. I, I don't think I don't think it's a hundred percent on him. I think I don't think he's that good, but I don't think it's a hundred percent on him. Nick I don't Saban know. Just change his quarterback midway through the national title game. Who gives a shit what your culture thinks? You yeah. got to do what's best for your team. And I'm not saying I, I have no clue. But you can't sit here and tell me that Nico can't do the same shit that Joe Milton can do. Like, I just, I, you can't sit here and tell me that. And the other guy's going to mess up the culture. Good coaches don't give a shit about what you think. Good coaches do what's best for the damn team. And I guess what's best for the team right now is starting Joe Milton, who can't really do much. He's shown what he can do. I don't know. He stuck around for two years. He stuck around for a second year. You know why he stuck around for a second year? Because no one fucking wanted him. No one wanted him. No one. That's why he's here. If it, if it were up to me, I would have brought a transfer in for this season, or I would have had him into the portal after 2021, after he you know tried to be the starter but it didn't work out, and Hooker took over. I would have I would have had him transfer out after that season and out a broad transfer in for this season, a Sam Hartman, a Spencer Sanders, uh, some other guy I haven't named, but I would have found some other solution because he's, he, he can't win your big games. I'm just going to be fair with that. I'm not saying the loss this last weekend or yesterday was all on him, but I think we saw the AM game. We saw a lot of his mistakes in the second half. We saw, the Florida game. We saw a lot of stuff and we, we kind of know the limitations of Joe. And I feel like this offense can't be run to its full potential with him as a quarterback. I think it's clear. We are, you know, trying to make this offense as elementary as possible. Cause he's last few games throwing passes directly defensive backs. And uh, it's just, uh, it's, it's not, you're not getting like, it's not a coincidence that he's a starter. And this is the worst offense. Josh Heibel has ever had his entire coaching career. It's not a coincidence. It's yeah. no, I mean, it's, I, just, uh, I, just, I, I, I kind of view this as, as a gap year after we lost to Florida. I kind of had to acknowledge my head. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure if I, I just want to win enough games to make sure this game year doesn't look too bad on looking back on it. That's, that's all I really wanted, but now we're in the middle of it and it's just frustrating. It's, and it's, I, I was like, he played his ass off the first half. I, you can't play better than that. He, if you're Joe he played great. But then coaching got in the way. I'm sorry. You, you don't roll your eyes. You can't sit there and roll your eyes and say coaching didn't have an effect on. He was playing. Well, the great. run game was also working in the second half, first half. The they run game making, was getting first downs, and it and we tried it, and it didn't work the second half. So they I, were I mean, oh my so different. God, they were putting him in the best spot as as possible as they could in the first half, and it worked. In the second half, they didn't do that. They went completely away from it. And it, like I said earlier, looked just like the Austin P game and every game before this where they handicapped him. They handcuffed him. Stop with this bullshit. Let him go. If, if you're not going to let him play, then why the fuck are you playing him? Why are you playing him? 
If you're not going to let him play, why are you playing him? Stop. Play someone else then. I don't understand. I don't I'm get it. They had, I'm guessing they had some of the, the first drive at least scripted up pretty well. And I guess things just went well. I mean, things first went well. Drive in the first half. Because they had a pretty damn good first half. And I'm angry right now. If you can't tell, I'm angry. And did I get spoiled off last season? Yeah, I, I got a little bit spoiled off last season. And I, I know this roster is not as good as last season. It's not as good as last season. But what the heck happened from yeah. last season to this season where you can't be creative? There's no creativity. Where's the creativity? You had a lot of creativity, like a lot of it. A lot of it in the first half. A lot. And then it just right out the window. Right out the window. If you're not going to be creativity, like if you're not going to be creative, why the hell are you playing this guy? Why are you playing him? Because he doesn't make mistakes. Because he's going to throw more than five yards on the field. But like, I think we were scared. I think the reason we in the second half we got really conservative is that we were scared for him to make a mistake. But then we got to a point where we had to pass the ball downfield, and they knew that was coming, so we just got nothing from it. If you are scared that your players are going to make a mistake, then why the hell is he out there? Why? Because they don't have a better option. They don't have a better option. An $8 million quarterback you paid for is not a better option. I put, I put him out there if it were me. I put Nico out there. I would. If it's up to me. From this point forward, I'm putting him out there. What the hell do you have to lose? You have nothing to lose. And everyone that says, you're dumb. No, you're dumb. You're dumb if you want to keep rolling this dude out here. That's going to give you the same result every single game of every single moment of every single quarter, except for the first half against Alabama. And then they handcuffed him. They're handcuffing him because he doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Man, do you? How much do you think losing Bruce McCoy hurt this offense? It wasn't much big. different before. I'm sorry. Wasn't much different. Yeah. And you have number one out there drop it. Like I said, the first half, Joe Milton played great. I want our money. I want our money back. He looked great. Joe Milton looked good. They they took the handcuffs off of him. He can do great things. I'm not saying he's a shitty quarterback. He's he's I mean I mean I kind of am, but at the same time, it's just like Man, it's just like let well, you, you I, can't I just, quite I, run the offense we need to run with him. It's all what he can do great. He can he can run. He you have that to his game. He can hit a long ball occasionally, and um, he can maybe throw he, he can throw to an open receiver about ten yards down the field. Uh, I mean, but it's just like. The offense just doesn't run that well with him. It doesn't seem to run that well. I, I you can He's, blame Josh Heupel, but it didn't look good when he was trying to be the starter in 2021. And then Hooker comes in, and everything's just everything's he, clicking. Number num, number seven is slower than everyone else. He slows the offense down when everyone else is going fast. It's true. Go watch. Everyone else is going at a different pace than he is. He can only do so much. Yeah. But the best ability I mean, he has 
is to run. That's the best ability he has because when he runs, it creates more space. And more space means open, more open wide receivers. And I even tweeted this out in the first half. These wide receivers were shocked that they're this open. Mm-hmm. They were shocked that they were open. They were looking around. Even Joe Milton was looking around. When he ran, he kept looking around like, oh, am I this open? Yes, you're that open to run. He kept looking behind him. There's no one behind you, man. Go. You know what? You know why there's no one behind you? Because you've created created this with your running ability. And, and everyone is like, separated. It does feel like we've, we've been just slow at times. It just feels like... Like, um, I think I remember Dylan Sampson got a first down and it's first and goal. And we substituted, we, we took like, we, we ran the play clock till it was down to the, to, down to single digits. And I just like last year, I feel like we would have jumped to the line as fast as humanly possible and snapped that ball and kept them on their heels. I don't that that I don't understand. I didn't understand that because if you do that, I feel like you're getting in the end zone. Maybe you wanted to leave less time on the clock. I don't know. Uh, it's that that I did not like. Um, and then he can't hit the open receiver Warren in the corner because he threw it too hard. Uh, it's just uh, whatever. Uh, the, I mean, our defense. What they get one stop in the second half. So I think that needs to be discussed a little bit. I like zero because they scored damn near. They scored 27 on answer points. Now, don't don't get me wrong. I mean, this offensive line let up more sacks than anybody in the entire country, and yet they didn't let up, I don't think, any in the second half. And and it looked like they're holding on every single play, at least somewhat, and a few of them times pretty egregious. And I know – you're playing in Bryant Denny Stadium. You know you're not going to get the edge of the officials, but you'll you expect at least to get like four or five of those calls. Maybe you didn't get one. You got they they got one penalty, and it was for a, the center jumping too early, which you couldn't mm-hmm. even make that up. Like you couldn't you couldn't like not call that flag and it not be completely egregious. Okay, so they yeah. just were, their hand were, were their hand was forced then, and then they swallowed their whistle for everything. And I remember you remember Gabe Judy Alley. He like his hand like just kind of rested on the receiver, maybe grabbed a little bit, and then the ball like sailed out of bounds, like very out of bounds. And they threw holding on him. It was third down. It's like you can't sit there and tell me that his little uh, for a half a second really would have made him catch a ball that land, that hit the benches on the sideline. Austin, dude. Austin. On a third down. Austin, it would have, man. It it actually would have. And let's let's just go ahead and dive right into this bullshit. Okay? Right into the refs bullshit. And it's not just our game. It's games all around the freaking country. How refs are so pathetic. And they're garbage. And I've said this so many freaking times Man. after games, after any sporting event. The coaches and the players have got to sit up there and answer questions. Why don't the officials have to sit at a booth and answer questions about the game that they just called? Why? I don't know. Why? Put you on the spot and then go, why? 
what you know what yeah you know the you know the preacher but, of, of, uh, but well, i'm dead serious i'm dead serious i think that'd be a great solution for the college football officiating as a whole I, that would be nice and obviously just just increase their pay just just increase the training just increase the pay like make it more worth doing and maybe you'll get a better result like usually in america you put more money into something you get a better result that's that's tend to be how it goes i think i don't know what they make a game i'm sure it's a pretty fair amount but you gotta do something man you, you this is god awful this is the worst it's ever been ever it was so but bad. i will say i i have to look at every single game differently though that that different than what it's called when you're playing alabama and brighton any stadium and the sec officiating office is located down the road no no place in the world do you get bad calls like you get in brian denny stadium it is a different world it is it, it is nothing goes fair you know why they i mean i know texas i think got big 12 officials to call their game there i'm sure that's why you didn't see a lot of egregious calls there but um well i just it's, I, I, it's been that way forever. You remember, it's 2019. I mean, they literally stop. They, they literally put their hand on the ball so Alabama can make a substitution and get, get in there in time. The or, we were about or because they know what was going on. Yeah. It's, about- it's literally playing two, two, two teams. And and you can't tell me those those calls. If you, if you don't like, – if we get maybe three of those calls uh, against Alabama yesterday, that could change everything. It changes everything because that could, that could kill a drive that ended in a touchdown. You get the ball with a pretty good field position. You you don't know what happens that drive. I mean, it's a whole different everything. It's just it's just unfortunate that it's always that way. And I love the Bama fans that want to try and say that oh the game last year in Knoxville is just as biased as this one. And you guys no it was way worse. And you guys have no reason to complain. Shut up. You idiots. Now you know what it's like. Y'all got six penalties. Uh, we got six penalties when we played y'all last year. And they missed an egregious pass interference call in the end zone that where, where y'all got a touchdown on a drive where you got a touchdown. Yeah. And, 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 and dude, I, I, and I, I mentioned at the very start of this podcast, I want to mention Ben fans. They are the dumbest of all dumbasses of all fan bases. I know you hate Georgia people. I know you hate the fans, but Alabama fans are the dumbest people on this planet. They are legit damn near brain dead. They're so dumb. They're like, they're, they're like, we're out for blood. What blood are you? You've beaten us the last 15 years. We've got one victory. What blood are you out for? Your dead gums damn near stupid. And, and they're, they're just sitting there like, oh, the penalties, like the, what you just been, oh, the penalties last year, the penalties last year, it was egregious. No, we didn't get one penalty the whole game on ourselves. If you, you not see that, are you dumb? Are you, are you if, damn near stupid? If you actually like flipped, flipped the jerseys around and, and made them realize what it's like to watch a game playing them. They they would blow their heads off. They they would they would burn down the agency yeah. uh, officiating offices in Birmingham, Alabama. That's where they're located. They're they're located they, in Alabama. They have, they have no why idea. are they located in Alabama? Why 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 is the uh, SEC headquarters for officiating? Why is that located in, in Birmingham, Alabama? I mean, yeah. I, I they, just don't understand. They are the most somewhere else than freaking Birmingham, Alabama, because because yeah. they, they keep getting every call on the face of the earth, and it's been that way since the start of time. 
There's a reason. Yeah. I mean, anytime they get a call called against them, they lose their damn mind. Like our, just, like, like you, you're like, oh my god, blah, blah blah blah, dude. If you, if you could sit in some other fan base's shoes, you'd understand. You are the dumbest people on the face of this earth when it comes to sports. You are literally the stupidest people. Like, you're the dumbest fan base of all time. uh, You think that, oh, my God, you're spoiled. You're spoiled rotten. you spoiled pricks. You are spoiled. Let me me dive into one call. Okay, the fair catch, they they said we called a fair catch, or the other guy returned. We had two returners, and one of our returners apparently waved his hands at the ground, which would have been fair catch, I guess. And it doesn't matter if either I've never seen this in my life. I've watched a lot of college football, a whole uh, unhealthy amount of college football. I've never seen this one time in my entire life. And, and they had the gall to call it, even if it, even if it actually happened ever. Uh, okay. A guy waves his hands, the, not their Turner who, who was getting the ball. The other guy, he, he waved his hands at the ground, not this, this. And they said that was fair catch. And here's the thing. He, and they put it at the four yard line. Am I am I crazy here, or isn't there a new rule where if it's if you have a fair catch in, within the five yard line, it starts at the twenty five yard line? That is that is correct. That is correct. I, I'm just what? I you're mean, dumbfounded. How, you're dumbfounded. Hey, hey, no, hang on, Austin. We're Alabama fans. They are the victim here. Oh, they're yeah, they're, they're the victim. They're the victim, or in my opinion. The most ridiculous, stupid ass fan base of all time, and I've got, I've got a little, I wrote some things down. I've got it commented on my little notepad right here called "refs, Alabama refs." The snap infraction on us when we're clapping our hands to tell our defender to move. (laughs) Penalty on us, snap infraction. They never call that. Burton, Burton the, the wide receiver Burton, kicking our player in the end zone. Double kick, like drop kick from the ground. Nothing at all. The fair catch penalty you just mentioned was the most, and, and it also happened in the Iowa versus Minnesota game as well. The exact same shit where they he waved his hands to the ground. When is waving your hands to the ground ever, ever mean a fair catch? Usually it means get away from the ball. Get away from the ball. Get away from it. What is that? Yeah, that's what it means. Yeah, I don't remember that ever being a fair catch. I cause it, fair catch is always this. That's always fair catch. It's always been fair catch since the beginning of time. I've never seen a guy that chooses to do that. I, I've never and, seen that. And and and, and 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 who was it? Was it Ramel Keaton who caught the ball and the Alabama player threw him out of bounds? They called four progress and the clock kept running. That was Jabari Small, I think. Okay, Jabari and, Small. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, oh, oh remember, remember Milton. Milton, his entire body got over the first down line, and they had the gall to say he was short, and we had to waste yeah. a review on that. Yeah. Yeah. And then Garrett Dillison was just, was balls deep in his mouth with Alabama. He's just like, just choking on him the whole damn game. And then the, the missed hold call on Tyler Barron, where they almost decapitated his damn head. Which 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 holding? I, I know the one that's going around, but he was held about nine times yesterday. Yeah, but that was and, the worst one. He gets held more than anyone I've ever seen. He, I mean, literally, he has his arm around him. I mean, good lord, what do you want? 
I just it and, was and, bad. You know that would have been a first, and I mean that was a, I think they got the ball down to the thirty yard line on that play, and it would have put them at the their own forty or their own yeah. thirty five. Yeah, it I, I, it would have been I, a I massive really swing of momentum. That would have been massive at the time. And you're gonna tell me these refs don't like penalties don't matter. No, this all adds up. This is a whole so much going on here. I mean, it all adds up. It's just it's 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 egregious. It's 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 honestly comical, like watching it. And they I, I just I don't get why it's this is ever why why you could ever get away with this. I know it's Alabama, I know they get the they get the better treatment, but why is that? I mean, you don't really see that another. I don't feel like I see that in pro sports often. Do you, do you ever see that in pro sports? Really, one no, like not, you know, if you not, go to this team in their house, it's going to be a little bullshit. Not this bad. Not not this bad. Nothing like and, that. And 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 Fox Sports Knoxville tweeted out a tweet that caught my attention, and I, and I wrote this down. Fox Sports Knoxville tweeted out and said, "Boss player clapped hands penalty." False player moved his arms during a return ball placed at the four. False player gets held, ripped his head off, touchdown Alabama. It's just baffling. And Alabama fans are like, oh, it's the same thing as last year. You're fucking retarded. What are you, you're going to tell me, I know that their big thing was like, oh, that wasn't a pass interference on fan. And and they think it was targeting, but it really wasn't with um, Omar Thomas last year. Those are the big two calls they actually think that were BS. And oh my God, they and they've lost their minds with uh they did miss one call where we punched the guy in the head, but he was going for the ball. You think they know like you know it's not a woman's face? Oh so no, no, that know. that that is that is their scapegoat. What your guy punched our guy in the head. He was going that, for the ball. That's that's all you got. Is that is that it? <laughs> No one and no ref could see that. It wasn't like they were looking directly at a freaking. I mean, there there was someone staring. I know, I know for a fact those refs saw uh, the that hand around Tyler Barron's neck. I know that had that happened. I know they saw that. There's no way on earth that's right where they're supposed to be looking. They're supposed to look right there for holding the entire time. There's a guy. His job. I'm going to monitor this line, and I got to make sure that there is. I'm, I'm going to call holding if I see it. And you saw, and sometimes if it's like 50, 50, they might not call it, but it, that was a hundred percent holding. That was an egregious hold. That was a hold that if he gets by him, he, he's probably getting sacked and it's completely changing the outcome of the play. So you it was have literally to like WWE. That's your, job. That's your freaking job. WWE chokehold. Rounding that. I never Just put him in a head. Just put him in a headlock. I, we I, have I, like a certified neutral field for Alabama, just so we feel like somewhat that we might get even calls. Maybe that's why Florida was like, "Hey, let's play Georgia at a neutral field," <laughs> or Georgia, let's no. play Florida neutral field. Maybe we should just do that. I don't know. It's not Alabama. It's all Alabama. I mean, you don't get these calls with any other team. It's the reason the office is located down the road. Literally down the road from the SEC officiating offices, there's a statue of Bear Bryant. <laughs> I mean, literally, that, that, that's not BS. Legion Field's down the road from it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's I just got I, 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 I have to move those headquarters or, or and or not treat Alabama like they're the first class citizens they they claim to be. I just 
I, I just got a comment from a fan that um fan i don't even know if he's a fan what you're saying is uh, uh what what you're saying is offensive i'll say what the hell i want so shut up uh don't listen if you don't want to um anyway uh somebody i don't care they're not worth our time uh, you're offending me shut up i'll say whatever the hell i want to say it's my podcast you don't have to listen get off then um facebook i don't know i just saw it come across my phone you're, you're offending me. Oh my god! Then don't listen. Um, I did. I did get a comment. Uh, okay, I got, I got a DM from a kid. He okay. He actually felt like this is a big dunk on me. Well, let me see where it is. Okay, Brandon <laughs> Long. Brandon Long sent me this DM. You make us look like shit, blaming refs, buddy. And then he then a added as a student. <laughs> study more like like go to class and shut the hell up i i'm shut up you're making you're making thanks for listening you're making us look bad i go to school here i go to school here man you're making this look bad this looks bad on me stop it everybody and their mother would be blaming the rest you're half you are that's something i shouldn't you are brain dead if you think the officiating in that game was not an issue. Okay. There's no one penalty. You think Alabama only did one thing wrong the entire game. They they basically played a perfect game outside of one little. We look. I mean, Austin, we look. We're dumb. We're stupid. We don't know what we're talking about. We don't have eyeballs. We didn't watch the game. Austin, we're. I mean, I mean, we all saw Josh Heupel's uh, no comment on the, on it. He got asked about the officiating, <laughs> the bias officiating, and then he spent 20 seconds not talking, and he said, I think that's enough. Is that enough silence? Yeah. I, th- I think yeah. that's enough silence. Enough silence? And... Does, I mean, does that, that say anything or just like – he didn't want to say anything too harsh because he get fined, so he just say silent. That tells you all you need to oh, I mean, God help me. I mean, you're never going to get a fair officiating in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. I swear to you that. I, it's until the thing that really makes college football different from you know NFL, NBA, and all that. It's that um, there is no overarching governing body over the entire league. You know, it's not like you can still say there's a little bit of a home feeling or a little bit of a local kind of influence with uh by by team and conference and you get that vibe you get the vibe that there is some biases being played and i think you'll always have that until college ball is just the referees are dealt out through an over governing body you'll still call sec but i think one day you'll get refs from just the ncaa and it will not be or whatever they'll call it Mm -hmm. the college ball league i don't know and it won't be, you know, just your local SEC official who probably went to school right around there and might have a bias in the game. I mean, I, I saw it going around that one of the officials is a realtor in Tuscaloosa. I don't think that's true. I think think that was a lie because we <laughs> we like to make up lies sometimes. Um, and it's because it's because we – but that's wrong. It was wrong. We shouldn't have done that. I mean, I don't know if that guy got a lot of angry emails and horrible texts. I feel bad for that guy i guess um but so don't do that <laughs> uh, but i will never forget losing to lsu 
because of a BS call in basketball. And then we find out the ref who called it was a big LSU fan that went there. So that's, you get that occasionally. I I just want to overing over governing body and it'd be nice because the defense would have played a lot differently if they could run freely. I mean, if, or if they could just, you know, it, it was normal because Alabama does not have a good O-line. I mean, they held, they lost to O-line in the game and they're already leading the SEC in sacks per game, uh, sacks allowed per game. And we lead the league in, or we were second in the league in sacks per game. And <clears throat> all right. Let's preview Kentucky. What are we thinking about Kentucky? Because I'm not impressed by Kentucky. I think they nope. may give us some problems. I'm more scared of I'm more scared of Mizzou than I'm Kentucky. You're scared of Mizzou, Rainy? I'm more scared of Mizzou than Kentucky. Yes. Are, are, oh, have you been man. watching? I, Yes, yes. They're I, six and one. Dude. I think they're good. I think I th- they're good. They are good. They are good. Mirror ball is never good. been lower than it is right now. Oh man, you are you are mistaken, man. Missouri is a good ass football. Team. They are good. They they're they're good. They're good. I, they're good. I don't they're think the better than that good. They're better. The defense than is not that good, but they're, that's they're, awesome. They're, that's great that their defense is good. Guess what? They can. Score I think we'll be able to run the ball on them. We can't. We can't. What? We should be able they to run the ball. On them. Points, we can't. But let's, I think let's we can not talk about them. Run it like we, we do in South Carolina. We will get to them soon. Let's talk about Kentucky. I think we're going to be Kentucky at their house because Kentucky, I don't think they're very good. Their quarterback no. is garbage. He's, uh, it takes a while to block it and we have a good line. Yeah, their running back is stout. He's they good. got a really good running back. Really good name? running back. Something Ray. Um, but we gotta we gotta we gotta go up to Kentucky this weekend, Halloween, spooky Rocky Top. Great song. Love it. Um <laughs> what are your thoughts of on, on, on that game? Uh, I think we'll sack Devin Leary like six or seven times, or maybe that may be a little egregious. Well, I mean, I've seen it happen, but um, I think we'll. I don't think they'll break seventeen points on us, and we should score in the thirties. I I think it will be a comfortable win. And if you know Mark Stoops, he's notorious for having his team somehow less prepared off bye weeks. They, I, I don't know if you remember, but. I think they're like one in five off bye weeks or one in well, that'd be more than that. One in it's it's like two and eight maybe. And and the and the wins weren't weren't impressive at all. And last year they were coming off a of bye week and absolutely got decapitated by us. I I expect a similar result. Not 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 similar to last year, maybe obviously a couple scores closer. But um I'm not worried about the game. I I wish it wasn't at seven PM. I but because oh, I like it that. Well, it'll make it a little more scary. Just spooky. Beat him at night. It's a little hard for any anything. But yeah, I'm 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 marking that as a win. If that's a loss, then uh, we have a lot of problems. 
we are going to have a really we're going to have a really unfun podcast after that if we lose that game because that would be oh we're gonna have a, we're, we're gonna have a great wrap a great podcast but i, I think look at rainy right now look at rainy right now this will be like five times that if we lose to kentucky it, yeah. whatever he is right now well i mean I, okay so here, here's the thing like like, like i'm pissed you're, you're allowed to be pissed as a fan you can be pissed off all you want to you can say every pissed off thing there is imaginable and then fans are gonna be much here like oh my god i'm offended by your fucking shut the fuck up anyway but you're a fan. You're gonna get mad. Like you're you're gonna get mad. It's okay to be mad. That doesn't mean like you're some like negaball. Oh my god. <laughs> Shut up. Doesn't make you negative. It makes okay. you like you're 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 a fan. Like your your emotions are riding high in the moment. And people like they're like, oh like Twitter's unbearable. Because because people are putting their emotions out there in the moment. It's it's an emotional roller coaster ride. Okay, but what I've I said will, podcasts is 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 what I what I believe. I, I I will be the voice of reason for a minute here and just say, based on everything, just Josh Heupel's situation here, how he's doing, his seat could not be colder. He is doing amazing here. Everything is great. Oh, he's here. doing fine. I, it's it's the this year, honestly, winning the A and M game and winning. What uh, was really impressive, and if you just finish this year eight and four, it's not a total train wreck. I'd prefer nine and three, ten and two, but it's what it is. I kind of once you watch the Florida game, you kind of felt like you knew what this team was, and you just kind of had to get through this year. Which, and if you go nine and three in a year, you kind of view as we got to get through this year. That's not a train wreck in any sense of the imagination because going nine and three, that would be the second best season in the last 15 years of Tennessee football, and it would have been the two best seasons in the last 15 mm-hmm. years consecutively. And this year, you have the worst offense he's ever had in his entire coaching career. I, I'm, He's doing a fantastic job here. We're about to bring in a well, top 10 class. And it's, I don't disagree. And I know we'll kill it in the portal. I, I don't not, disagree this is year three. This is year three under Josh Heupel. But in a way, it's kind of year two because he didn't get to recruit, have a recruiting class the first year. He, yeah, he, and, and, they already signed the class, and a lot of them transferred out. And if you look Most at it, a lot of his, a lot of his players, the ones that he recruited, are making pretty big plays. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you got all, a lot of his players are making big plays. But I, I mean, I told you, and I've got to kind of just retrain my thoughts of at the beginning of the season on our podcast. I told you this is going to be the the floor season. Do you like? Do you remember me saying that to you? This is going to be yes. the fourth season for him. This is I, I did see potential season. for that. Yeah, yeah. No. This is going to be the worst season he's ever had. But does that mean I can't get mad? Yeah, I can get mad all I want to. I can get pissed. No, we I can get, I get mad. Yeah, I, I can get pissed because I want to. I want to do well. I want to win. I want to beat our rivals. The, but the thing that the thing that okay, go ahead. Sorry. But this being, like I said, probably his worst season of all time here at UT, the, the, the floor, as I said, I can't get mad at myself 
for saying that at the beginning because that's what I that's where that was my expectation. But I can't yeah. get mad. I can get mad when things happen. I'm a fan. That's what fans do. Don't get mad at fans when they get mad. It's the dumbest I, thing ever. I I will say this. Randy will he will be mad. He'll be <laughs> mad at some point. Every single season, I will say. Even if we there's been wins, he's I mean, heck, me and him got in a really big fight after the Texas AM game. <laughs> we were you know, but uh but uh we, and we won. We beat a team with a top five, with a top yeah. five roster. I mean, I, I just my, my thing is like, if you want to win championships, if you want to compete with the Alabamas, the Georgias, if you want to really be that kind of team, you just need you need the talent because I I know I do think the play calling was an issue in the second half, but also the disparity in talent was a big issue in the second half. They had they have competitive talent. We we have we have ta- we have starter talent but we don't have competitive talent we we don't have the depth they have they 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 have a guy like they can sub in that's just as good as the guy they subbed out we don't have that quite yet you have to build that for a couple more years and i feel like you can be their championship contending that's what i i just made 2025 being the year we can really compete uh, compete for a title maybe that's the year I, I hope and pray we get to 24 I, I really hope – I think the offense will take a step forward, I, I, I think, if we hit the portal right for the, for the offensive linemen and, um, and receivers. But um, I am worried about all the pieces we lose because we'll lose Jabari Small, J- J- Javante Spragans, Cooper Mays probably, uh, John Campbell, uh, maybe Jalen Wright. I don't know. But you lose a little that, bit. That's when you have your best teams. Is when you think you're losing a lot, and then everything comes together. You know, I mean, just like in '98, yeah. like '98. Oh God, we're losing Peyton Manning. It's gonna be horrible. No, it's the best thing that happened. So it's just like weird things like that, weird seasons, weird just situations happen. But, um. You know, there's always that point in every season where you convince yourself this is kind of like '98. <laughs> every <laughs> like there were time, there was a point in the Bama game where I'm like, you know, uh, well, we lost Hooker, and the defense is a lot better, just like '98. And uh, you know, the offense isn't, isn't as good, but we're still managing to find ways to win, just like '98. We're getting uh, good turnovers. There's a, our best player on defense. Where's '27? <gasps> It's 98. Oh, we lost. Oh, it's not 98. Well, who was saying that? <laughs> who was saying that? Not me. Not me. Not me. It's it was a quarterback who waited his turn. Just like 98. <laughs> and uh, next oh, time I will find a way to think it's just like 98. All right. Because we're fans. What's your uh idiots? All right. What's your final score? Kentucky? Um, Kentucky. Tennessee. Tennessee 38, Kentucky 17. 38, 17. Um, Tennessee 26, Kentucky 24. It's going to be close, but it's not going to be as close as it looks. But I think Tennessee two points, 26, 24. 
I was I pretty close. Mistake. I was pretty close on our last podcast about the Alabama Tennessee game. Pretty damn. In the close. Uh, point spread, you were actually right. Uh, yeah, I was pretty damn close. Pretty you close. The point spread, right? I was not. Um, yeah. Pretty well, close. Well, I, I was feeling like I was. <laughs> I was pretty close. I think we'll just run run it down their throats. That's how I kind of anticipate. I kind of anticipate something like the South Carolina game, and they're just going to get winded in the second half, and we'll break off a few few drives that are just nothing but runs for touchdowns. Yeah, I just I just think we beat them. I think so. I'm feeling good about Kentucky. Um, but why is it not? You know. Why won't you forget about Kentucky? <laughs> we usually beat them pretty good. So, um, but anyways, awesome, great podcast on debate, on moments of me getting mad, you getting mad, you trying to calm me down. Never happened, but you tried. Right, we'll do it again next week. We'll do it again next sir. week. It is Kentucky week. Forget about Alabama. We've already alone past that it's Kentucky week let's beat the shit out of the blue the BBN as they call it weird ass nation WAS as I call it weird ass nation in WAN anyway alright awesome we'll do it again next week everybody thanks for listening thanks for tuning in God bless go balls good night